What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Hidden Hustler Podcast. It is your host, Andrew Georgie, bringing you guys episode number three today, which is what not to buy on Amazon and why. I'm going to give you six or seven uh, items and niches that I don't think that you should invest in on Amazon if you're a new seller, and I'm going to tell you the reasons why in this episode. But before I do that, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. It's Thursday, September 6th. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. It's about to be the weekend. We have an Amazon FBA meetup tonight in Chicago. There's just so many good things going on. Such a good good day to be alive. Such a good time to be alive. So let's just jump right into it, guys. Let's look at what not to buy on Amazon for new sellers. And the first thing that I'm going to recommend that you guys don't buy is anything that can break, any breakables, any glass, anything like that that's going to fucking bust. You know, you've got these people who are fucking throwing your shipments around and shit in the fucking bag. They're throwing it all over the place in the truck. They don't care. They're just trying to hurry up and do their job so they can go home to their wife or kids and eat and do their thing. You know, so, so they don't care if your product breaks, okay? But you do because you're putting the money into it. So obvious reasons, do not invest in anything that breaks. That's just kind of like a recipe for uh, stress and disaster if you, if you ask me. Second thing is no electronics, guys. No electronics at all. Two reasons. One, if you're concerned about capital, electronics take higher amounts of capital to invest in when you first start off. Uh, products are going to be a little bit more expensive per unit, which is going to then translate to more money. So just a high investment uh, cost entry when you when you first go into there. Second thing is that they're very high return rate on electronic items, and that's just simple. Picture when you go to a Best Buy or a fucking Walmart or a Target or whatever. Like, you know that sometimes when you go and pick up some electronics, this shit might not work. You know what I'm saying? It might not. So if it doesn't, you know, that that's just the, that's just the, the game you're going to be playing if you, you know, do invest in electronics. You got to find a good supplier. You got to make sure that their uh, their their credentials are good. You know that's just a lot of work to do for a new seller, and that's why I just don't recommend it right away. Um, and because when you're a seller, and this is something else that you could take away from this, if you didn't know, when you're a seller and you sell something, right? And we're talking about return rate here. When you sell something and you get it returned to you, you do not get the money back that you spent for the fees in order to ship that product out. You don't get that. So you lose even more money than what you spent just to get the item. Now you lost on your, on your, uh, on your fee money that you spent just to ship the product out. And you don't get that back. So I highly recommend not going into electronics for those reasons as a new seller. Um, next is clothing, guys. And this just comes down to chaoticness, okay? Like we're going to limit the chaoticness. Clothing creates chaoticness in my opinion. Why? For a simple reason of when you're a new seller, you're trying to learn everything. You're trying to learn all ropes. You're trying to learn all steps of the process, right? And what more bullshit do I need excess on top of things that are going outside of work and, you know, all the stuff that I'm trying to deal with and and learn all these steps to this process. On top of that, when you're doing clothing, you're you're having to keep in x amount of items because clothing is not just a one size fits all in every aspect now there is you know beanies and shit that's one size fits all but as far as clothing you need to keep at least small medium large extra large double xl that's five i that's five sizes right there that's five different SKUs you have to contain and keep track of and keeping you know maintaining stock levels and stuff and as a new seller it's just going to drive you insane when you're sitting there trying to think about when you need to order new stock or inventory or you know that's just it's just chaoticness and I can't imagine if I had to deal with that when I was first starting my journey and you know having to worry about keeping uh, x amount of small sizes x amount of medium sizes some people wear more there are more people who wear medium than there is double xl you know there's so many variables and if you don't have the capital and you're not really you know looking to invest into that and you're really not that passionate about clothing or 
you know, you, I just don't recommend dealing with it as a new seller. It's going to create a little bit more hecticness in your life. Um, and I think that you're going to want to keep it clean of that when you're first starting and trying to learn. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. Um, no clothing I wouldn't recommend for new sellers. Uh, next is FDA approval products. Now you can do a very, very simple check for this. All you have to do is when you're in your seller central account, wherever you are in there, scroll all the way down, you go to get support. And then you hit the you hit the contact where it says on the bottom right of that little new screen that it brings up. And you can email, get a phone call, or send them a quick chat, a live chat, and you can ask them, "Hey, is this product need to be FDA approved? Do I need do I need FDA approval to sell this product?" And they will tell you yes or no. Now that's something that I really just don't feel like as a new seller I would want to get into, and I don't feel like new sellers should because they're worrying you're as a new seller you're worrying about so many other things the last thing you want to worry about is whether or not my product is, has to be FDA approved you know you're not that's the last thing as a new seller you're thinking about and i promise you it is because that is the last thing i was thinking about when i was trying to sell my product or trying to source my product was oh let me check and see if this is FDA approved or it needs to be FDA no you don't think of that and if you say that you do you're lying. Uh, I don't believe you because as a new seller, you're getting bombarded by so much news and information that worrying about whether or not the product needs to be FDA approved is, the, like I said, the last thing you're thinking about. So um, just for that simple reason alone, and, and but I told you how to figure it out, but I just wouldn't recommend it to new sellers. But that is how you find out if you need an FDA approval for your product. Just contact Amazon and they will be easily tell you if you provide them the ASIN. So Next is no uh, patents or trademarks, and I'm not going to get into this one. This is just a very self-explanatory one. All you have to do is go and Google and search whether or not uh, an item is patented or trademarked, and if it is, then you can't sell it, and if it is, then you, or if it isn't, then you can sell it. So that one's very simple. Just make sure, be aware, guys, like be aware you're checking on whether or not shit is patented or not, because you can get in some serious trouble. I don't. I don't know all about it. Okay. I don't. I've never gotten into an issue where I have sold or tried to sell a patent or trademarked item. I, I won't ever do it. But I don't know what can exactly happen. I know you can get there's law stuff and all this shit that gets involved. And I just want to save you guys all that bullshit and hassle, and just. <laughs> just make sure you check, please, for the love of God, just make sure you check your items and your products before you invest, okay? So no patents or trademarks. That's an easy Google fix. Um, and the last thing that I want to talk to you guys about today is avoiding major brands. Now, this this can go into so many different directions, but I'm going to have to keep it, um, keep it very short and concise. Um, obviously, you can't sell like major brands like Colgate. You know, you can't sell shit like that. That was just an example, but you can't sell name brand shit. Uh, at all when you first start on Amazon. There are ways to do it, and I will explain those in a further uh, episode and a new episode, but for right now, no brand or major major brands or major products like that nothing like that because you're just not going to be able to sell them at all it's going to be gated and you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to even put it in the inventory and, and do anything with it so no brands or major brands like that can be invested in as well and i obviously don't recommend doing that for new sellers so really quick guys I know I covered a decent amount in the seven minutes that were in 30 seconds that you're listening to this, which I'm actually very happy about. So we'll just go over these really quick. So what not to buy? One more time. No breakables, no electronics, no FDA approval products, no clothing, no patents or trademarks uh, that are on the product that you're looking at and avoid the major brands. Guys, these are things that I implemented when I was looking into investing in a product. And I promise you that 
even though I did have some troubles and some stuff that was going on when I did first start my uh, my Amazon FBA journey, I promise you that it was minimalized to the T because I followed this exact little whatnot to buy structure here. Okay, it saved me a lot of time. I didn't. I dealt with minimal bullshit. Um, now it's business, and, and this is everything's unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to deal with when you get into this. But I promise you that the, uh, you're minimalizing the odds of bullshit and hassle happening by not investing into these niches of products. Okay, so I'm really trying to save you guys some money. I'm really trying to save you guys some time and really help you out on what not to jump into when you're first starting on Amazon. Okay, so I really, really hope that you guys learned uh, if something from this. And I know that maybe maybe you knew six out of the seven, maybe you knew three out of the seven. Regardless, I just hope that you took one thing away from this uh, podcast episode on what not to buy and it saves you some money in the long run when you're investing in your products so I really really appreciate uh, the time that you guys have given me to listen to this now uh, I really appreciate that and also I just really appreciate your undivided attention I really appreciate you coming and listening that that shit just means the world to me so thank you very very much I really hope you guys gained some value like I said enjoyed this and also do not forget to follow me and give me any type of feedback you'd like on Instagram at Andrew Georgie, A-N-D-R-E-W-G-I-O-R-G-I, no caps, no spaces, just Andrew Georgie on Instagram. Hit me up with some feedback. Let me know what you guys would like to hear. Let me know what you think of the episodes. All of your feedback is really, really, really preferred, and I would really, really like it. Uh, Your feedback is my oxygen. So thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys in the next podcast tomorrow. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.